What up, Bay Area? You're listening to Bay Area Weekend, the San Francisco Bay Area's podcast for local events and stories. I'm your host, David Guinea, and I'm here with the wonderful Reed JS. Hey, David. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, and we, we have a very special guest. Um, this person is one of the worst humans in the Bay Area. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> All right. He's a director, a writer, an actor, a lecturer at San Francisco State University, and Des is like Mick Jagger. His name is Pablo Riquelme. Give it up for him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. I especially like the Mick Jagger reference. Yeah, I saw it on your IMDb account. Um, so <laughs> that, 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 that could be. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you both for having me. It's, oh, it's... We're excited to have you for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a Bay Area podcast and I'm from Spain. This is this this will count for something. Maybe my resume or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. You made it. Yeah. Once yeah. you're in our <laughs> podcast, you made it. You're a yeah. Bay Area native now. Right? Yeah, Pablo. Pablo, FYI, our podcast is absolutely huge here. Absolutely okay. massive. Yeah. Otherwise, massive. otherwise I, will, I will have completely rejected the invitation. I, I'm just here because I know uh, that this is the shit. Yeah, so I love it. This is definitely the shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. We're going to get into interviewing Pablo. But before that, we'll dive into upcoming events. Um, read anything to promote? Yeah, so I've got absolutely nothing. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> can't wait for can't wait to go to that. <laughs> so there is a upcoming events. There's a Portola Music Festival in San Francisco that's coming up and it's gonna take place. Let me see, it's September 30th to October 1st. I don't know if any of you two are familiar with this festival, but I think it's mostly EDM. EDM right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't been all, to all I know about Portola is last uh -huh. year a bunch of people got trampled at it. But nobody oh, got hurt. Fuck. Damn, but, really? Nobody <laughs> got hurt. It wasn't like the um the uh who's that rap? Not 21 Savage. Um oh, yeah, that, that you know what I'm talking that, about? Yeah. That yeah, one that was, rap show where yeah. everyone died. It wasn't like that, but it was kind of a mess. I think last year was the first year of Portola. Oh, uh, so there's like for a couple of years, but or maybe it is a pre-pandemic yeah. thing. I don't know. And so yeah, the pandemic been. closed it. But yeah. I know last year was a little bit of a mess because it's so such a big event. But everyone, and also apparently somebody told me that their phones didn't work there. I mean, that happens all the time, though. Yeah, like I think that place, has, yeah, that place probably has bad signal for sure. Because mm, like just so a, many people are there. Right. They have a good lineup, though. I, they have a great Polo, lineup. Polo and That's Pan. The, oh, my God. I want to see them. Yeah. And I think uh, Duke Dumont, who I like a lot, is a DJ. I think they're playing at Portola. Okay. Well, there's that. So, there's also the Harley Strictly Bluegrass Festival coming up. That's on the 29th. That's oh, I love that yeah. one. That's yeah, a but, great. Um, I'm looking at the lineup, but I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Maybe, oh, maybe yeah. Pablo. Pablo, you probably would know some of these people. I'm, I'm checking right now. It's Skrillex in Portola. That's that's exciting for me. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the Portola one. But uh, yeah. hell yeah, right? Skrillex. Yeah, yeah. Nobody goes to Harley Strictly because they know the musicians, though. You go to Harley right. Strictly just to hang out at Golden Gate Park and have a picnic, and, right? And smoke. Yeah, just yeah. Have a good time for sure. Relax. Portola and also Harley Strictly is free, so I don't know how big how big a name they could attract for no money 
but oh yeah, yeah. I think you could just get the tickets right now, and um, I wonder if there's some even... limit how many tickets you. Get. You don't need tickets, do you? Oh, for the year. for the bluegrass. Oh, you could just show up. You just show up. Yeah, in oh. the past you've never needed tickets, but maybe they changed it. Oh, that's awesome. All right, no tickets. Yeah. yeah, that's what it says on the website. Awesome. And also, Fossum Street Fair, fuck yeah, coming up on the 24th, uh, the Sunday Street Fair. Uh, Reed and I were there last year. Pablo, are you a, are you a fan? Are you into I, um, leather? I, you know, I have a, a phobia with crowds. However, oh, right. I'm a very yeah. social individual. You know, like mm. you, you, can, you can bump into me in a bar and, and see me in a corner of the bar. And I mean, literally the corner. <laughs> I've, I've uh, seen, yeah, I've seen that for sure. <laughs> but, 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 you know, that doesn't mean anything. I, I still like uh, Folsom Street Fair. Um, and, yeah. you know, I mean, in fact, the entire week, I think it's Leather Week. So there's a bunch of events, yeah. you know, regardless right. of the actual fair. Yeah, regardless, definitely check out Leather Parties, Kink Parties, whatever you're into, you know. There's and something even, for everyone. Even movies related, you know, today. Even movies, yeah. Tell me about any movie related events. Well, t today, I mean, as, as we are speaking, I think they're um, running um, a Cruising by uh, William Friedkin about Al Pacino getting undercover in the underground gay community of the 80s in New Wait, York. What? Okay. Yeah. What? It's, a, it's, a, it's, you know, it's an interesting, challenging movie. And I would be watching it, by the way, if I were not here. So take that one. I'm giving you credit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I love it. This, by the way. Well, sorry to keep you from now. <laughs> Thanks for making us feel like. And then, shit, yeah, right? and yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> awesome. Well, whoever's, well, they won't be listening to it till tomorrow. So, whoever's listening, sorry you missed out. <laughs> no, it's all good. Okay. Um, and I think yeah, that's all of it. Oh, there is this um, like Pablo mentioned this. Um, it's the Rocky Horror Show musical taking place at Oasis. Throughout the month of October, so there's tickets available for that. Um, I believe it's like oh, a weekly event, maybe. Wait, but can I can I interrupt? Wait, Go ahead. Question. So, mm -hmm. I'm sorry to, if we're starting, if we're not starting yet. But Pablo, yes. important question. Uh, which which movie do you prefer, Rocky Horror Show or oh. The Room? When you the say room. the room, you mean you mean the bad movie, the room, the uh, the infamous the room, that the infamous cult, the room. It became a cult hit. That one. Oh, oh my god! No, no, no. The the Rocky Horror Show, of course. I, I love Tim Curry. Oh. Um, oh fuck yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, also, pre pretty sexy movie overall. Um, yeah. Wait, Ray, <laughs> why are you, why are you comparing the two? That's yeah, that's a good. That's that's a real question here. Why are you comparing yeah. the Rocky Horror <laughs> Show with with the room? With the I, with. Tommy, what's his name? Wiseau? Wiseau? Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau. Well, don't... <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, they kind of belong in the same category of being very interactive movies in that the audience participates that is very true. while they watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give you that. Oh. Um, both movies, okay. both movies make, make everybody, you know, like really like yell and laugh and very you know, engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I get it. Oh, I see. I see what you is mean. the is the uh, one at Oasis just the movie or it's different? It's the well, it's, 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 a, it's a drag queen version of it. You know, it's a parody. Queen. It's a parody. Um, you know, uh, very queer oriented, but super fun. Like I, I you know, last last year they they did um, Scream, oh, the parody yeah. of the movie of the slasher movie. They, that was, they do that a was lot. Tons of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted is, to see uh, the, 
the Sex in the City one when that came out, but yeah, I didn't get a chance to. So they watch the movie, or do they do they perform it to play? You know, they, per they perform it. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have actors in there uh, performing and interacting with the audiences as well. Um, as as you are watching the show, you can literally just walk around, grab a drink. You know, it's 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 a cool vibe. I, I strongly recommend it to everybody. It's an experience hey. to to get home. Okay. All right. Do you think they'll do the room next year? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I I challenge you to send an email <laughs> and say, hey, I have a request. Hey, Reed, let's set that one up. You and me, we'll, we'll like it up. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Who would you play? Hit. I don't remember do the characters. I want to be Mark. <laughs> I don't, even, I don't remember their names. Uh, I'll be the girl. That's the only knows. one I remember, just because of that line. All right, well, that'd be great. So if you guys want to go to the Rocky Horror Show, I'm down. We could check that one out. Let's do it. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I think that's it for events. Should we uh, dive into Pablo's life right now? <laughs> oh, well, let me, let, me, let, yeah. me, let, me mention, let me mention one event, okay. though. Yeah, that I, it's, it's movie related, so I had the responsibility of putting it, putting it on the table. Um, what, my favorite movie in history is Jaws, you know, the, the oh, yeah, Jaws. movie. Okay. Um, and they are screening the movie on September 29th on a boat that goes around the Bay Area. Oh, it, it, yeah, it, did you see that article I, I gave you? Like, I, I think I showed it to yeah. you. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, like, it's uh, the Roxy Theater is behind the organization of this. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've, I've seen this movie, by the way, on IMAX, on 3D, in the movie theater, in the library, on DVD, on VHS, on mm. TV, you know. So this, this was like, you know, one on the list before dying, uh, watching the movie in, oh. in, you know, probably with yeah. sharks underneath, by the way. This is, this oh is my the God. area. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they, they call it a floating, a floating movie theater, which is... Mm -hmm. Oh, floating boat cinemas. That was called. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was the beginning. You know, um, oh, okay. Austin, Austin, Texas. I think it was Alamo Draft House that came out with the idea years ago in in Austin. And there was That's like a lake, and they were like, you know, people were literally with their feet on the water <laughs> as watching the shark. Um, so That's, That's a brilliant great idea. Yeah, That's, That's a really good idea. Yeah. Hell yeah. They should yeah. watch uh, Snakes on a Plane on a Plane. On a Plane, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with the snakes. Um, <laughs> Also, real I also love Jaws. That's definitely one of my favorite movies too. Yeah, it's a um, fun movie. I just watched this movie like a week ago called The Meg, which right. with Jason heard this movie with Jason Statham. I thought it was going to be like Jaws. It's also about sharks, uh -huh. and I guess in that sense it was, in that it also had a shark in it. But right. it was absolutely the most god-awful movie i've ever seen and no one should oh, ever watch that yeah, it's awful i, I think <laughs> i think the movie is closer to sharknado than it is yeah to <laughs> sharknado was a fun movie I like oh yeah, yeah i guess so it was kind of a fun movie yeah it was it was kind of fun but oh my god it was so bad i'm i went yeah, in like terrible oh, writing this is gonna be awesome like, yeah but pretty bad writing no i don't know I can get get on. I can get on board. Okay, so. but this one sounds good. The the jaws floating. But that sounds floating, amazing. Yeah. I want to do that boat. Watch yeah. jaws yeah. on a boat. That's a great yeah, idea. Throw up. Throw up. Motion motion sickness. September nineteenth. Sickness. So. September nineteenth. Yep. Yep. 
Well, oh, that's today. Today, no, September 29th. Sorry, September 19th. Another event that we're keeping you from. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that I will kill. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you would. Yeah, you would definitely not leave. It. <laughs> all right, let, all right, 29. Let's put it on the count. Oh, that's next Friday. Okay. Cool. Ooh. All right, fun See? events. All right, so we should uh, introduce uh, Pablo, which. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you couldn't tell, he has some. He's somewhat involved with movies yes. and film. Yeah, um, Pablo, you, you have an impressive resume. Like at a young age, you're a director, what is a writer, even an actor. Thank yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, I studied yeah. as an actor. Um, awesome. Yeah. What, what's your background like for the listeners out there that don't know who the, this person is talking to? Us right. <laughs> well, I come. I come from Spain. First of all, if my accent oh. didn't give it away yet. Um, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I've been a fan of movies since I have memory. I think the first movie that I ever watched in a movie theater was The Lion King. Oh, and, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, you, you can really not rationalize why you like a specific mm -hmm. art, but mine was movies. And by the age of 18, I was acting on a high school play. And there was this mm, movie director who told me, hey, you want to be in a movie as an actor? It was kind of like a horror uh, fantasy kind of Spanish version of Harry Potter, the night of the monk. And it was a bunch of kids, you know, uh -huh. in a boarding school being chased by a ghost. And that sounds, awesome. <laughs> sounds really fun. Um, but, and, but, by the way, this is on YouTube. Like, you know, anybody can, can see this. La, La noche del monje. And, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that after that, I started making my own little mm -hmm. shitty short films, you know, with my, with my siblings as the main actors. They were six years old. Old each. You were directing your siblings to yeah yeah to act. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and and that was that was the beginning, really. Then organically, you know, everything evolved um, to me just starting to make movies. And yeah, I think I was seventeen when this horror movie, The Invasion of the Killer Slugs, um, obviously a tribute to the B eighties killer you know, killer slugs. Slugs, slugs, like you know, oh, like the, 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 oh. you know, the, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, a, a kid yeah, trying to evil. make, yeah, they're well, you know, in my movie, definitely they were uh, yeah, evil little <laughs> creatures, and yeah, I made that short film. Then it got selected in an important film festival in Spain, and I met a bunch of Hollywood people who convinced my mother to let me go to LA, and, and that was the beginning. To Hollywood, yeah, yeah, I went to UCLA. Oh, yeah. And then from UCLA to San Francisco. Oh, nice. Well, hey, I'm glad you made it out here. Yeah, because, you know, we need your talent for here. For right. Sure. <laughs> so well, why, why didn't you want to stay in Hollywood? Um, well, I, you know, my original plan was I'm going to finish my degree um, in fiction directing, and then I'm going to go back to Spain. But then, you know, the truth is the opportunities that I was getting here um, were very good. So I wanted also to become a teacher. Um, both of my parents well, are teachers. So mm. academia for me was an important uh, goal all along my journey. So um, I became a Fulbrighter. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Um, no, can you explain that? Yeah, F Fulbright is a, it's an American grant. They give it to 10 people every year from different fields. One for biology, one for you know, literature, one for art. You know, and, mm. and I got the art one. So they literally, the United States, pay me for three years of education to get my master's oh. and become a teacher, you know. And oh, congrats. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, and then I came to San Francisco as, you know, as an MFA candidate. 
to San Francisco State University. And oh, yeah, that's where I graduated to. There you go. Good taste. Good taste. <laughs> Ten years ago. Oh my God, I'm fucking old now. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great, I agree, it's a great university. It is. So, now, so Pablo, now you teach film? Uh, no, I do, yeah. Yeah, after, after graduating, I started teaching uh, full-time, and then at some point I became coordinator of the production side of the department. So, you know, I had no reason to, to leave, you know. They wanted me here, and I wanted to be here. So yeah. I worked there full-time. Okay. As, as I write for Hollywood, my agent is in L.A., so, I, you know, I, I try to combine mm -hmm. um, academia and movie business, I guess. Pablo, do do kids care about movies or are they all about like film for like short film, like 30 second, you know, for TikTok reels, that kind of stuff? Or like do, a, do, like do kids TikTok. still Yeah, or yeah. do kids still make like legit are they still interested in making long um or like full length movies, full feature? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think they are. In fact, uh, one of the mottos of my class is, "I'm gonna teach you how to make movies, know how to make Instagram videos." <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> perfect. I, I love that. Yeah, um, they do. In fact, uh, one of the I don't want to say one of the issues, you know, but one of the challenges that we that we have as instructors in the school is to to try to make students make shorter movies, you know, because you start writing and you have you're passionate about the idea, and then you have suddenly a thirty minutes short film and it's like well that's too long for a short film but too short for a feature so you have to kind of shape the length of the of the piece but you know it's it's quite quite the contrary like they they go for as big as possible um yeah yeah at least yeah. at least in the cinema department i i you know i cannot vote on on what's going on in in, in beca in the communication department or or marketing you know i think i think those are different different mm -hmm. aspects of the same game but um in our department yeah we we go we go big <laughs> Go big or go home. Yeah. Yeah. You make, I mean, I, I love short videos as much as everyone. Like mm -hmm. they're so catchy, but yeah, I don't, I don't consider them as much of an art form, like, uh, like a feature film, you know, like I, I appreciate the effort behind a lot of them. Like mm -hmm. yes. it takes skill to even, like you're saying, to cut things short and make it relatable or funny yep. or whatever. That's, that's, yeah. Very, very difficult catch, to do catching i guess yeah it's difficult yeah to make to it catchy yeah. in just you know 10 seconds that's really hard but I mean, yeah no listen yeah. i i have i have friends working for instance in the you know commercials tv commercials industry in la for instance and 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 i admire my friends and, and their work but i'm also you know I'm, I'm honest i'm probably unable to achieve the 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 level of you know entertaining entertainment that they that they get in, in 30 seconds commercial or 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 sometimes mm -hmm. in five you know um, so you know, being able to tell a story in in, in five seconds is really is really challenging and, and impressive. It's it's not my business though. I I need my I need my ninety five pages. <laughs> you need your ninety five. Well, I I've seen your your short films, which I've, mm -hmm. I yeah I I enjoyed for sure. Like the one Dead Flowers that that was a short of fifteen. That was minutes. yeah yeah. That was fourteen minutes. That's on Amazon Prime. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah yeah. So listeners, go to Amazon Prime. Check that one out. It's very. What's it good. called? Dead, dead flowers dead flowers, flowers. Mm -hmm. yeah um that was my first piece in english if i'm not mistaken um, oh really okay 2000 2016 yeah and um, actor from la um actress from uk filmed in spain um but fully in english and, and he got a, a huge distribution in, in united states 
Um, I mean, it's in Amazon Prime. So wow, yeah. Um, and without without good. without that short film, I don't think that I will have become anything. You know, it it really it really did well on the film festival distribution. And it was then, your your breakout, I guess, your breakout moment. That's well, yeah, in, in many ways, because again, I was new in town. I, I was, I think, I was in Castro, and and somebody told me, um, "Hey, this this man want to talk to you," and that man was Cleve Jones, the LGBTQ activist, and you know, wow. he's one of the creators of Milk, a very good friend of Gas Van Sant, the director right. from uh, Goodwill Hunting, and wow. and you know, they they told him about Dead Flowers, so he wanted to hear more about it, and and I did. I talked to him, then he. He liked the movie, and then he invited me to the premiere of his new TV show, um, uh, When We Rise, the ABC TV show that had the premiere on the Castro Theater. And then Gas Van okay. himself um, came a few weeks later for the premiere of his new movie. So we, you know, we were introduced, and Gas wanted to read my new script. And then I, I, I finished it. I gave it to Gas, and Gas said, this is a page turner. And those few words mm. really changed my career because then, thanks to that, I, I got an agent in Hollywood and everything, you know. So if I really think about it, that flowers, you know, kind of meant a lot. <laughs> yeah, like it was a stepping stone, I guess. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. All right, yeah. And then you have all these other projects in the works as well. I, I've well, seen the. Oh, no, before we, we go on, can you give just a short, like, what's that one? What's Dead Flowers about? What's the plot? Dead Flowers is briefly. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a thriller, um, you know, um, kind of like David Fincher kind of thriller. Um, and it's about uh, two twin brothers who hate each other. Um, and they're identical twin brothers. So um, the movie really starts within the house where they live and it ends in the house. Uh, they want to kill each other, but they're identical twins. So at some point in the movie, you simply don't know who is who. And that's kind of oh. the thrill of it, or that's or that's what I intended, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I think for that's me, the clever. Entertainment... yeah. That's well, a... thank you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I like the pacing of it too. This, yeah. It's... Oh, um, you watched it? It's the honesty. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, nice. I was like, why not? No, I'm just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And how, how did you come up? Or I mean, I'm sure it wasn't just like you. One moment you just had a dream, and then you came up with the whole you know movie but what was the process like was it to be to be, to be honest the the beginning of it it was um i was in my doing my ba my bachelor's degree in spain and mm -hmm. two of my classmates and i we had to you know pass the screenwriting class and we talked to the teacher and we were like hey can we write the final project the final script for the for the semester can we do it together so i wrote that with my two classmates and, you know, we got an A plus, um, or, you know, I don't know, A plus or an A, whatever, you know. Uh, the point is that after I graduated, these two classmates uh, came to me saying, hey, will you direct this? Will you consider wow. doing this? And back in those days, I, I already was accepted in UCLA. So I, I found myself in a predicament because I was like, I'm going to go to the United States, but I still don't have anything in English. So we turned the script into English. We translated and then we shot it. And and then you know I went to United States finally with something in English, but that's how it came. It came as a class assignment, really. Wow, oh. that's oh, it's funny how that works. Class mm -hmm. a class project, okay. Jeez. But yeah, yeah, it, it's it's definitely worth checking out. Thank you. <laughs> and and your your other project too, Heads Will Roll, where you had the opportunity yeah. to work with Tony Todd, who's like 
I used to be a scare. I don't know, Reed, if you know him. He's a original Candyman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he mentioned he gave me nightmares for sure. <laughs> how, yeah. how, how is I, he a, a scary person? movie? Yeah how 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 was it working with him? <laughs> well, it was um, it was great. I mean, put that on top of the conversation. I mean, I I, I love Tony, and we we are still in touch. And in, in, in fact, awesome. I I went to Alcatraz, you know, a few weeks ago with my family, and and I remember that he was in the movie The Rock. So I, I, I sent him oh, a text. He was. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I tested him and I was like, hey, I'm here with my family in, in The Rock. <laughs> and he was like, well, imagine, imagine what it was to work in there for months. You know, so it's, it's, it's great working with him. He's a, he's a beautiful, nice person. But I'm with you on the terrifying aspect of, you know, uh, he was never, Candyman. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, never, I never finished that movie because it was too scary. Yeah, and the, and the remake just came a year ago or, or two oh, years ago. Oh, I loved ago. it. Yeah, I Jordan, love that remake. Yeah, Jordan Peele produced it. So yeah, was, I love that one. It was good. Yeah, um, I remember when he when he called me saying I read the script and and I'm in. You know, I, I was I was terrified. Your script, your script. Yeah, my script, the script oh, for yeah, Hedge. Yeah. You know, when oh, when he called and said, "Hey, I, I read this with my family and I found it very cool and emotional." Um, I'm in. You know, and then he he just wanted to know why him, and I said, "Well, your character is a is a, a medical examiner. You know, and and I thought about your character in Final Destination." You know where he's a medical examiner and he explains the the rules of death. You know how death follows mm-hmm. you and chases you. And I was like, I think it's kind of funny if you play another medical examiner, but this time you explain the rules of love. You know, <laughs> and he he liked that concept, and and that's how Heads Will Roll came up. Yeah. So well, that's so you came up with that thinking of that being the actor. Was he like so? He was kind of your first pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was, and by the way, that was also a question <laughs> of his. Like, mm-hmm. hey, why, you know, why, why me? me? And why me? And was I the first? Like, was he, were you really thinking about this? <laughs> yeah, um, in the mirror. Who are you thinking of in the mirror? <laughs> no, not in the mirror. I would then. Andy I would man, there. Andy man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Candyman reference. <laughs> That's good. So wait, yeah. I I'm very curious about how the how does the industry work? Then is it kind of like just. Like you're saying, so you just sent him like a text or something, and you sent the emailed him the script, and then he read it, or was it all through like, is it kind of like one to one kind of personal, or did he have to talk to his agent and then go through ten layers of indirection, or what's right. well, what's that process like? In in this case, it was more like the second scenario that you just painted, you know. Um, oh, really? It was, it was a little <laughs> bit a little bit more industrial because you know. Um, we had this script, but we didn't know if Tony was in. But I was still, you know, you know, be optimistic. I was just telling myself he would say yes. Then I had to talk to my casting director. Um, my casting director, by the way, in this movie was Joseph Middleton. He's the casting director of Paramount Pictures, so he was the right person for contacting um, Tony's manager. And then it was a process of first reading the part that I had written for him. Then after reading the part, reading the full script. You know, then knowing my work, other movies that I had done, including Dead Flowers. Then once once he really liked the script, right my liked my work, saw Dead Flowers and everything, then is when he called and said, you know, I like it. I mean, now it's just a matter of your people kind of talking to my people and negotiations that don't have anything to do really with 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 us, you know. Oh, but but the process was really like showing him why, you know, and and that that was the case. Other times, by the way it goes on a different, completely different route in where you just simply are a friend of someone 
you know, or you just bump into someone, you click, and then you just have to call and say, hey, I have something for you, which has happened in the past, you know. But in this case, I didn't know Tony at all. I just knew his work, and I loved it, and, you know, it, it, it terrified me during my childhood. So that, right. was, that was, yeah. He made an impact, for sure. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's very different from, yeah, like making a movie with your friends from school or your classmates. Or your now siblings. Yeah, your <laughs> siblings. Or my siblings, yeah. My, I think my siblings were more, more like tougher than Tony, honestly. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I think, I, I, think I learned how to direct actors by, by uh, working with yeah. non-actors, you know, if that makes sense. <laughs> Get them to behave, right? Step in line. Yeah, yeah. Just smack them a little. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a professional actor. So that kind of makes, like, he, he must, in many ways, be easier. But you hear all the horror stories about certain actors who are just mm -hmm. terrible to work with, and then they, <laughs> they're just, like, divas, or I don't know. All right. Yeah. Have, you, um, have you had any experience like that without naming names? I'm curious. Uh, or not really? I've, I've had, yeah, I've had situations. I won't mention names, of course, but, um, you know, situations in where the actor is, like, um, why why is your assistant director talking to me i i only talk to the director you know things like that you know <laughs> oh, oh, oh god <laughs> yeah or Let's talk yeah. To me. yeah 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 that one that one that one will always stay in my memory um <laughs> because i remember the face of my assistant director like ah oh, dude i think i fucked up <laughs> um oh. But you know, you always find things or, or actors that tell you, you know, I, I won't, I won't do more than two takes, so you figure it out. <laughs> you, you figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I, but, you know, that's that's, that's also kind of the the beauty and the challenge of of working with people. You, I don't expect everybody to to behave in the same way. Not in movies, not in life. You know, so finding finding the route to to navigate these things is also kind of like the thrill of it. With Tony, for instance, I didn't know anything. You know, I I, I mm -hmm. literally he showed up in the studio. They open the gate, the car comes in, I wait for him, he hugs me, and he's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm super ready to go. Like, I'm excited about this. And, boom, and then the magic happens, you know, but you yeah. cannot expect that every time. You know, it's, it's, yeah. you never know. Everyone should be like Tony. I, I mean, yeah. that would be great. That would be <laughs> yeah. easy to work with. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll probably be hard to work with. I'll be. Intense. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. I didn't want to say that when I said I, I don't want to mention yeah. names. But... <laughs> I'll be like, you figured it out, all right? <laughs> David, you're great. I, I work with what you. Take? This, this oh, is yeah. kind of like a, a movie yeah. production every few every, weeks, right? Week, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> no, I'm a sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're great. <laughs> but a little bit of a diva, definitely. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. Um, <laughs> So Pablo, I so when is this one gonna is it gonna come out on theaters? Uh, no, we you know, you know I I fortunately I'm I'm saying this from from a good angle. Like I I got busy with many other new and big projects, which again I'm right. super grateful and thankful for. Uh, that I kind of you know procrastinated in a way. COVID didn't help either. My my plan was for Heads Will Roll to come out at the same time as the remake of Candyman. That was my oh, original That would have been awesome, yeah. And I wanted Tony Todd to come with me to a film festival in Spain. You know, I was gonna I was gonna show up in Spain for the premiere with Tony Todd. It was gonna be cool. In my mind, it was just, you know, incredible. Then COVID hits and, and I'm like, all right, this is gonna be postponed. And then, you know, things happen, you know. And, and right now, I it, it's still not out, you know. After two years of distribution in film festivals, we, we it was in Vegas. We won uh, best cinematography in Vegas. You know, it's it's been around, but not still not accessible for for people. So you know, I might take this podcast um, episode as a as a 
pushing yeah, for myself to yeah, promote, promote. <laughs> call, someone, call someone and say, hey, we should, yeah. you know, release this ASAP. It's been a while. So you mentioned COVID and like, I know you see it everywhere, like the decline of movie theaters, like how mm -hmm. a lot of closing down. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's just, for me, it's sad because I, I always love going to the theater, you know, I right. still go to the theater. I, I go to this one close to me is the Alameda movie theater every once in a while. I don't care if I go alone, but I still want to watch a movie, you know, but do you think it'll ever become popular as it was again? Like? bring people back because Reed is an example he hasn't seen he hasn't been to a theater since Titanic you know I think he's it's one true. of the problems <laughs> I think he's the problem I'm part of the problem Pablo yeah I don't, I don't go to theaters anymore and I haven't been for I haven't been since COVID the, oh, the, right. yeah. DiCaprio didn't age yet in your in your world <laughs> <laughs> he, has, yes. he, he has not and yeah. neither has his he's uh, still in the water what <laughs> waiting to be rescued he's still crying over jack yeah. <laughs> but, um, but do you see hope for like you know to be i i i think um uh, you know the, the the world changed like audiences <laughs> audiences change people people really don't need to go to the movies um in the yeah. past you needed to go if you wanted to see the movie you don't anymore. You know, it's more like now. It's more like almost going to the circus. It's, it's like experience. It's like going to a, yeah. a a drag queen branch almost, and comparing it as entertainment for the life moment. You know what I mean? Like you just mm, want to spend yeah. ninety good minutes with your friends or your date or something. It became that kind of of, of mm -hmm. art. You know, um, yeah. or platform. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. You know, I I I was very pessimistic after COVID. I was like, oh my god. You know, seeing mm -hmm. seeing all these cool theaters in San Francisco. Uh, Closing like the the nearest buy for me was the one in West Portal. Um, that oh, was, that was a good one. I like. Yeah, that. that's, that's that's close, and it, it hasn't come back. And I was also afraid even for Alamo Draft House. You know, even mm -hmm. for the big ones, I, I I didn't know how how what what was going to happen. Um, I'm happy that we are in the in the states that we are now. I think I think we are going back to the movies. I don't think that it will ever be you know like 1996. It, it, that's that time right. is gone. You know, mm -hmm. um, but. You know, we'll see. I'm I'm definitely still going to the movies as long as movies movie theaters yeah. exist. Like that, that well, for me. Well, like you said, it's like uh, an experience, like the circus. So now, you know, I, I don't. I'm not going to go to a theater, but I I would see Jaws on a boat. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the way people are getting yeah. creative and uh, like yeah, and you know, and, and I think. Yeah. I think you guys just nailed it right now. Um, it's mm -hmm. it's being creative right now. What what this uh, business needs to do, you know, um, Alamo right. Draft House again. Uh, well, Jaws on a boat is the Roxy Theater, you know, um, mm -hmm. coming up with the idea. But also, you think about Alamo Draft House, and they have this during the entire month of October because of Halloween. They have this uh, horror theme for movies that already came out years ago, like you know, um, The Mummy, Sleepy Hollow, you know. Uh, Night of the Creeps, but what they do is they come out with this special branch, adapting you know whatever is going on in the movie reflects on the on the dishes. <laughs> um, oh, like a, the theme. It's like the theme, theme. The, th yeah. the, the, the theme of the branch, and you know, and that's, oh, hey, that's you that's you, you want to have branch with your friends and have something different, and then you go to the movies at noon on a Sunday to watch Sleepy Hollow again. So it's it's a matter of being creative. I I completely agree. Yeah, I think that's definitely great. That. You know, there's a lot of creativity in that, just to bring people back to that experience. Of exactly. Seeing, yeah. Exactly. Hmm. All right. Good question, well, David. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you came up with that in advance. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was completely <laughs> planned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else? But um, I also wanted to get your take on the, the Hollywood strike and how, you know, it's affecting the industry as well. Because it's been ongoing for what? Yeah. Has it been um, two months? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Way too long, if you want Way me. too long, uh, for sure. Are we um, going to be stuck with shows like, you know, Love is Blind? I don't <laughs> I will not comment on that. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, I mean, I mean, in terms of you know, from audiences' perspective, I think you will notice the lack of content. You know, maybe next year because everything that you're gonna watch soon is already being filmed. Um, from my perspective as a writer, you know, this is a pain in the neck. Um, but you know, it's it's what, what's what's the outcome either way? You know, like if we don't strike, then we are treated poorly. Right. You know, right. the the, yeah. the the industry changed so much that mm -hmm. not adapting the contracts and the business to the times that we're living, you know. Uh, it, it, and, just, and what do you think is the core of it? Because I hear a lot of it has to do with AI. Um, no, like, AI, oh, AI, okay. is just, AI is just, you yeah. know, part, part of it. You know, or the streaming. Just, the, the streaming, that's really yeah. the core of it, you know. Um, okay. For instance, I cannot rely as a writer on box office points anymore. You know, um, right. I, I, in the past, I could have had the choice of saying, you know, I'm not going to get paid that much upfront uh, in exchange of box office revenue. Um, right. What's the point of doing that negotiation now when really a movie goes to the, you know, streaming platforms in five days? <laughs> you know, my chances of getting any, any benefit out of the box office are close to nothing. So, you know, um, and, then, and then, you know, imagine that you write a very popular show. I don't know. Let's say... Mm. Wait, How I Met Your Mother. Boom, I there you go. Or, or something, something, something Netflix original, you know. Um, yeah. and, then, and then it becomes a huge success, right? But, mm -hmm. but the, the revenue of that success comes only for Netflix. Like nobody else is getting any benefit really? out of the success oh. of the piece. So it's, it's like no matter, no matter how successful the piece is, if it's an original platform content, Mm -hmm. You're gonna get paid the same, you know. There's no. You're gonna get the upfront. Then the the show is gonna be super successful. The platform is gonna get a lot of money out of that. You want the, the writers you, and the, the yeah. You already got paid at the beginning, so that's it. Oh. And and I think that's really the core of it. Yeah, I mean that's this this is part of it. You know, there's a lot of mm -hmm. terms mm -hmm. that are being discussed. Um, yeah. And and for me, you know, I mean. I, I hate to say this, you know, but um, I'm an international filmmaker. So, you know, at least I can still work in Europe. You know, some of the projects that I'm working currently are book adaptations for TV in Europe, in Spain, you know, in London, things like that. Um, if I were full-time an LA writer, if, if I only relied, relate on, on LA, uh, oh, well, yeah. I, I would be really screwed. I mean, and thank God also, yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a professor and coordinator in the school, so I also have that income. But... That's this true. is a bad situation for writers and for actors, of course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but again, it's better to strike than not not striking because uh, yeah. again, it was a matter of time. Yeah, I hope they could come into an agreement for sure. Just you know, we'll see. I just I just don't know. I'm not yeah. very hopeful on on the on the time on the schedule. Mm -hmm. You know, like the timeline might be a little bit too long, but we'll see. I'm I'm curious too. Yeah, I'm curious for sure. Hmm. Do you think that a lot of writers will have to kind of get kind of a second, like that you can't rely on just writing. You'd have to kind of what you do, like you direct, you do everything. 
or not maybe not everything, but you know, you do at least two things, at least direct and write, in order to like retain some ownership over their writing. Do you uh, do you suspect that might happen, or what? What do you think would be the you outcome? Mean, you mean oh, you mean ownership of the writing to? How do you mean it? Like, well, I don't. It seems like a lot of the problem is like you're saying. None of the, the success of it isn't tied to, mm-hmm. um, you know, the reward. Like if they right. they do well or they do poorly, none of that comes back. To, you know, they get paid their mm-hmm. a little bit for getting it out there. You know, whatever the like studio their, wants their to pay wage, them. But then, their wages, yeah, 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 they get paid their wages. But then after that, you know, how, yeah. it it would be nice if there's some kind of royalty type thing that they get, right? But it's it's just too hard to track, there. You know, like you're saying with streaming and all that. So yeah, I don't well, know. Like, what what would you do if you were a writer at, the, at this point in time? Um, well, I mean, <laughs> the the thing is, I am, and this is how, these are the discussions really that my agent has, you know, every day because it's not only it's not only the royalties. It's it's the discussion sometimes gets to the point of. Um, and by the way, please, let's put on top of the conversation that I'm super happy with my job and I love Hollywood, you know, and I love the industry. But oh, I never, I never would have thought different. There are, there are things that need to change, you know, as, yeah. as you know, I, I come out with this show, right? And I'm the, the solely creator of it. Um, and then I'm selling the show that I created and you will expect that I'm going to be the writer of every episode of it, right? Because you're the creator. But at, the, at, at this point, you also have to even fight to be the writer of your own show that you created, Ooh. you know, yeah. uh, and how much are you going to get paid for selling, you know, the rights of your show? Those are kind of the, the negotiations that your agent um, constantly has. Uh, because mm-hmm. you, can, you can honestly, you can just sell the show to the studio. The studio will hire other writers to, to develop the show, and then it's a bye-bye, and then you jump into another, another project. Oh, um, they don't see you again, right? Is that yeah, how? yeah, that oh. happens. That happens. I mean, oh. and, and I'm not even in, I'm not even talking about doctor writing. You know, like the shows that I work on that that my name is like, not on them, but I fixed. <laughs> you know, like and, and nobody no, nobody will come and say, "Hey, Pablo, you did a good job in that show or in that movie." But you know, I know that I fixed it. <laughs> and then, like you can the, they run. Yeah, they won't need you for like a showrunner. To go to no, no, the showrunner is a must. Yeah, you cannot. Okay. It's, it's you. Eventually, the studio is going to ask for the showrunner, but that's great. You know, that doesn't mean you can have a showrunner and and have a great relationship with this person and be in the room and and you know and okay. creativity flows and everything is good. Uh, but the point is, both the showrunner and you are in trouble when it comes to payments. That's that's the, uh, you know the studio yikes. is the studio is taking taking a lot without sharing much, and that's that's mm. really where the the strike is. Yeah, they, makes they, sense. They need to yeah. fix that for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Crazy. Uh, okay, so uh, change gears a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. What what are what are some projects you're working on right now? Um, um, and tell us about those. Right. Um, well, I'm working. I don't know how much I can really say about it, but I, I'm working right now for Universal International in Europe for um, a TV show about spice. And I will leave it there. Spice girls. Spice as in as in Russian spice. Oh, like, oh, yeah. spies. Uh, spies. Spies. Yeah, my accent. That's funny. That's a funny one. I I mean, yeah, like, uh, like I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna do the new Spice Girls. There is a Spice Girls huh? movie. Spice World. 
Yeah, but that's remember been that? done already. Th- oh yeah, okay. That could do, <laughs> dude. Pablo, that could use a remake. Um, so I, I was about to say, I'm, I'm hoping that when I'm writing, you know, achieve some some higher levels of. Anyways, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> some Russian spies who sing the Spice Girls. That'd be great. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good combo. Um, yeah, I'm working on that, and um, you know, some book adaptations, as I said, in Europe, and I have this also this amazing project that right now is in a standby due to the strike with some huge names that is going to be shot in Dominican Republic. Um, it's a little bit about the creation of, of this country. And I think that's as much as I can say, but there are, you know, some... This, this country? Oh, okay. Um, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, how USA and Dominican Republic kind of, you know, were part of the creation of Dominican Republic in a, in a, oh, in a gotcha. materialistic standpoint. Um, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that's happening too. I mean, right now it's kind of, as I said, in a standby. I was already working with the showrunner and then stop, uh, standby, you know, mm. strike. So we'll mm-hmm. see. But I'm, I'm excited. You know, I, I, I see a, a promising slate with that my, is name, exciting. my name on them. Is there anything like you want to do in the industry? Anything else? Because, you know, you've done so much. Like, uh, uh, well, lo- how long time. Co- how about yeah, costume design? Costume, costume is, oh, you mean a, a different role? Yeah, something else you want to try in the industry. Like, uh, no, I think acting, directing, and writing, it's it. Enough, but, yeah. you know, but I'm also, some of these projects that I'm mentioning, I'm also involved as executive producer. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm producing a lot, and I think it comes literally from, from the necessity of it when I was younger, when I was, you know, an independent filmmaker. And, and you learn how to cook it, you know, how to eat it, <laughs> how to put it out there. Um, that's independent filmmaking 101, you know, you make it and you put it out there. And I think that, that stay with me and, and somehow whether it's more or less consciously, um, I'm, I'm, I'm attached as, as producer of this project. So my long, my long goal really in, in life would be eventually to create my own production company and, oh, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but that's, again, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm 32, by the way, I think I have have time to to get there <laughs> no you're old that's it oh, oh thank you okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> you need, now. Bye. You need yeah, to retire in, in hollywood that's like 84 <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no i i kid i no i i'm, I'm really putting the, the producing aspects of, of my career i'm putting them on on the future like i'm, I'm very happy with writing right now great yeah writing yeah writing is it, it's such a great process i agree and, and, David, and what, I, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say that I never gave up on acting. Uh, you know, that's, that's every time that I have an opportunity, I'm going to put myself in it. You know what, funny you say that, because I, I saw this video I, re- I ran into. It's, uh, I think, a video you did in your department, but it's called Monog- Monogamy, A New Way of Loving by... Oh, that's a funny one. Did you watch it? It's, it was hilarious. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Just seeing you uh, act, your right. facial expressions, and everything. yeah. Like what the hell? <laughs> uh, well, that, yeah, everybody can see that one. That's on Vimeo, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're right. I, I want to throw out that acting is incredibly hard. I don't know, David. Have you ever tried acting to, or even just like theater or something like that? Well, I act every time at work. I pretend to be happy. <laughs> but now, exactly my point. now because of the because of the actor strike, I can't pretend to be happy. <laughs> no, but. Definitely it's time so hard. Yeah, so I'm very impressed by anyone who even, you know, student films, anything like that. Acting is yeah. so, it, it seems so easy because all the movies you watch, the actors make it look so easy and so natural. 
but um, it is so hard. So acting is, acting is challenging indeed. Yeah. There's a lot of psychology and meditation involved. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I, I, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I, I admire, um, I admire uh, directors that are good at directing mm -hmm. actors. And I admire also good actors. Um, that could take it, that are receptive, right? I guess just. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, you know, being a good actor and being a good uh, actor's director, you know, it's, it's a lot of listening and reacting to what the other person is saying. So it yeah. kind of, if you're a good actor, you learn how to listen, you know, and I think there's a lot to learn about that even in life in general. Yeah, um, sometimes you get to the set and you're just, you know, fully present and interacting with what the other actor is saying. So it's not, it's not much about what you are bringing. It's about literally being present and, and listening and reacting to what the other person is bringing to set, you know, and that's pretty yeah. cool. Oh yeah. Having that relationship. That's yeah. a good relationship. Not a talk. David, story. David, but, you asked Pablo what, uh, what else you would like to try. If, if you suddenly lost mm -hmm. your job and you had the only option was you had to move to Hollywood and work in film. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll what, definitely. What would you do? I'll definitely do writing. Like I, I would love to. Writing. Yeah, to because I do some writing on the side, and I would love to devote my whole life on writing for sure. Like if I don't have, mm. you know, a day job, I would definitely. Do so that. you're on strike. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. You you pick, you pick the only job that is in a strike right now. <laughs> right. I can't write. <laughs> that and maybe costume design. I don't know. Ooh. Or something like that. Get into the fashion. Yeah, because mm. yeah, I've seen your wardrobe, Pablo, and what you wear. I, I think you could, you know, do a little better. In, in the, okay. Turn the mic. Turn the mic. <laughs> throw in um, some Bal Balenciaga in there, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, you know, I'm one of one of my favorite movie directors. Come comes from, um, or well, he 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 passed, but he was a, a wardrobe. He was in the wardrobe department. He was a costume designer. Oh. Uh, Joel Schumacher, the guy who made The Lost Boys, uh, oh, the vampire really? movie. You know? Oh, uh, yeah. I love they, that oh, movie. They had, oh, they yeah. had some good, yeah. Yep. You know that, that movie was shot in what, Santa Monica? Or Santa Cruz? Uh, that's right, yeah. And, Bay Area, yeah. Yep, that's, that's a Bay Bayish area. I don't know if that's Bay Area. Bay, okay, but, well, close to the Bay. <laughs> but that's awesome. It, yeah. Yeah, wardrobe that's department, costume design. Wow. Yeah, they had great uh, outfits in that movie. All vampire movies, they usually have great outfits. Even uh, Twilight. Uh, no. <laughs> Never mind. Twilight, yeah. <laughs> you, feel, you feel the crickets? <laughs> they, they, have, they have great makeup, yeah. Is, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. let's, let's, let's go back to The Lost Boys, please. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Team Edward. <laughs> Team Edward. Um, any favorite directors you have, or myself? Besides uh, yourself, <laughs> good answer. You're um, you're my no, I'm just yeah, no. I'm kidding. Favorite. I'm kidding. Um, Robert Zemeckis, the guy from you know Back mm -hmm. to the Future, Forrest Gump, Castaway. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Joel Schumacher, as I said, the guy from The Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. He made you know he's he made The Lost Boys, um, Phone Booth, the one with. Colin Farrell, that is for the entire movie. Oh, that, that thriller, huh? Yeah, that was yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Spielberg, you know, I, I don't want to be like a cliche, but I, I, I really oh, yeah, like I Steven Spielberg. I like, yeah, I like Spielberg. Um, sure. yeah, Who did, uh, did The Shining? Uh, oh, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah. I love Kubrick. Yeah, All his yeah you like Kubrick? 
Yeah. yeah. I'm more of a I'm more of a Ridley Scott. I love sci-fi. Oh yeah, Ridley really. Scott. Amazing. I like Ridley Scott a lot too, yeah. Um did you see the preview of the new uh, Napoleon? Oh my god, I haven't yet, but I yeah, with yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. I, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks promising. Okay. Oh, and is there I, a new gladiator coming out? I heard. I don't know. A new what? Gladiator, like a gladiator. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's working oh, on it. Yeah. No yeah. fucking way. It's, it's oh. focused on the tone of uh the love interest of, of Russell Crowe's character. Um I think his name was Lucio in the first movie. So oh, the movie the movie follows the kid. Now he's a grown up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they could expand more in that storyline. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm um, I'm liking this this Italian film director right now. His name is I, I think you probably heard of Luca Guadagnino. Oh yeah. I do you see Bones and All? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it grossed me out, but it was shot beautifully. I, you wanna you wanna know something funny? Um a what? friend of mine invited me to to watch it <laughs> on his birthday. And uh-huh. and I thought because of Call Me by Your Name. You know, oh my uh, god, I, I love it. I thought this is gonna be a coming of age romantic movie, uh-huh. uh, which which ironically it is, but I didn't yeah, expect yeah. the the horror part of it. So I'm sitting down, oh. and in the first three minutes, I see the main character biting someone's <laughs> finger with the mouth full of blood, and I'm like, what the actual? Can, <laughs> can you tell the listeners and read like what? this movie was about but it's i didn't it's, no 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 i i, I tried oh. to stay away from any preview any any review any oh. you know um no because, you know, listeners you, out there like if they don't know but it's it's so like, going blind you're saying yeah. going blind to this movie i think it's, but, i think it would be a great decision yeah okay, okay. I, I guess what's, I it, what's it called what's it called L- bones and all. oh no bones and all bones and all okay yeah. no that i love I love horror movies, so I'll take that recommendation. It's a it's a horror it's a romantic horror movie. I romantic yeah. horror? Okay. No, it's it's I swear in the most twisted way, it's a coming of age movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just that it has this this twist, you know. Um yeah. that I, I want to spoil. Yeah. I love Call Me By Your Name. I just love the way he just, you know, pays attention to detail in, in mm-hmm. every of his films. It's like it makes you really feel immersed in, in the experience, you know, like you could taste it. That's why I felt like I, I was tasting human flesh when I left that that you. movie. Well <laughs> you know, in a way you are you're uh-huh. because you're tasting your mouth. You know? Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. I was biting my I was biting my tongue. <laughs> you bit your tongue so much that you were literally tasting human flesh. Um, guys, we should we should start wrapping up. Okay. This, this yeah, episode. this was this was awesome, awesome interview. I am. Yeah. I, I hope that you are okay with me giving you a, a cinema episode um, because oh, that's what we wanted. That's, that's what we wanted because we talk. About, we wanted. We always talk about like film and TV here. Yeah. yeah. But we talk about it from our amateur. Like, oh, this is good. This is bad. Yeah, like, uh, you know, like, you stupid know. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At a very yeah. surface level, we talk about yeah. cinema. So we appreciate yeah. you coming on and giving us kind of a 101 college uh, education about <laughs> how the industry works and stuff. It's yeah. really interesting. It's, interesting. it's, yeah, it's been you. my pleasure. And I'm, I'm very grateful that, that you folks yeah. invited me. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, glad to. We would love to have you again. Just to, yeah, we don't anytime. have to talk about. Yeah. We don't have to talk about film. We can talk about whatever. Yeah, and anytime uh, you've got yeah. something you want to promote in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. any event or like if you're doing a screening or something, just let us know. Yeah, I will. will. I will. We'll, That's very we'll helpful. Thank promote you. it. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, have, Rita, to do that. We have time for like recap. I still want to hear about this relay. Recap. Rita. 
Yeah. I'll tell you in person. Pretty oh, much okay. everyone who who listens to this podcast did the relay uh, race, so they don't need to hear about it. All right, it. fine. Then I'll, I'll yeah. listen off offline. <laughs> offline, I'll tell you about it. Um, okay. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, yeah. Again, Pablo. And great episode. Great up. Uh, everyone, uh, check out Dead Flowers on Amazon Prime. Dead Flowers. Uh, what's yeah. that one you just t- said? Bone, bone me. Bones and all. Bones and all. Bones and all. Yeah. And um, yeah, check out Pablo. Say yeah. your whole name. Pablo Riquelme. Riquelme. Pablo Riquelme. Check him out. Follow him Pablo. on Instagram. On IG. And follow him. Follow him home. Follow him. Follow. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Google man. Yeah. Google him. <laughs> and right. Have a good night. Love Take you, care. Bay Area. Bye. Right. Love you. Bye.